This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're right here in the Intercom Broadcast Center. And who strolls in but Dr. Mehmet Oz. Did you not expect him? Well, I didn't expect him this early. <laughs> oh. Making a house call. I knew I had to get here early to catch you. So we, <laughs> so we said, uh, just come on in. We'll talk to him right now. He's got uh, the Dr. Oz show. Season 11 now. Good Shoot. Lord. Yeah. And they said it would never last. Actually, Scott said that. But <laughs> I didn't say that. I knew you were going to No, be. the first week was ever on the air. Right. We came on and visited with you guys. Yeah. I remember it, uh, but, I, but yeah. I said it like this. I said, you know, a lot of these shows <laughs> do, one, do one season and, <laughs> and they go. And we're betting you're going to tank. And, and he put his <laughs> spectacles down. You know, your dad talks to you and says, you know, a lot of these relationships don't work out. That's like, yeah. <laughs> and I left here so depressed. <laughs> and Oprah called I, and I says, don't listen to him. I, d- I did not say you were not going to be around. I said, you're lucky if it doesn't happen. <laughs> I was it, in the audience that first week and, and watched it. It was really fun. Uh, because I was so, I was actually really impressed with how together you were for a guy who had not done this before. Well, I had a lot of training. I'd done, yeah. I don't know, 70 more shows with Oprah. Yeah. And we always joke it was Oprah University. So Phil, Phil went there. Right. Nate Berg, and a bunch of us went through that. Yeah. But, you know, she was very good at getting you just to listen to what the audience was needing. Yeah. And yeah. that was actually the, the irony, and you guys know this well because you've you know, been so successful at it. You're called the host, but mm-hmm. you were actually guests right now in people's cars and homes, right? Sure. And they have to invite us in. Otherwise, it's a problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then then we get canceled. <laughs> exactly. And you're also a professor, which is another place in which you have to address a group, but you have to listen. So it, what, that's also. Well, the irony of, of the word doctor, doctor, means teacher. Mm-hmm. So the main goal for me was to teach the audience. Yeah. And if I could just focus on that, a desire, because a lot of us forget that most people don't have a medical professional in their family. Right. A lot of folks don't have health insurance. So the best advice you're going to get is from someone they may be watching on television mm-hmm. and so if, or radio. If you don't get it right, then people, you know, you don't want people dying of misprints. Right. right? You want to <laughs> no. just get, that, like, get the basics right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, I had, I had Bernie Sanders on uh, last month. Uh-oh. Uh, Did you tell him what was coming? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, we actually played basketball. He posted down low very well, I should I say. But, uh, but he's he, he was he's from New York, obviously. He was he's a miler champion in the city. Mm-hmm. A good athlete still runs around. Um, but he had no idea he was about to have a heart attack. And we were talking about you know health issues and all, and obviously he said he was fine. Except he gets hoarse once in a while, right, from talking too much uh-uh. on the campaign trail. Yeah. But when he had his event last week, it was a great opportunity to teach people about, first of all, what's a stent, but more importantly, how do you get a heart attack and not know you're about to get it? Yeah. And the reason three quarters of a million people have heart attacks is they don't know they're about to have one. Otherwise, they would have done something about it. Right. And so <laughs> to stop it. But as a teacher, your goal is to make sure folks know that. Take advantage mm-hmm. of whatever's out there in the zeitgeist just to elevate people's understanding so they can become world experts in their body. We're talking to Dr. Oz. On, uh, he's on Fox now and uh, the Dr. Oz show at 11 o'clock. But, you know, it's kind of funny. Two things. Um, I've had two friends that actually went in to, you know, get a checkup and a cardiac situation. And two of them actually 
had a heart attack in the doctor's office. And that, that's not that rare, is it? It's not. In order to figure out how you're doing, you have to kick the tires. Mm. And one of the things we do is put you on a treadmill. Ah, uh, of course. And exercise. Test and, and a lot of people say, I don't want to exercise because <clears throat> athletes run around, they drop dead. Well, it, it happens sometimes, right? Yeah. Thick died, right? Jim Fix. Yeah. But. More importantly, when you're running, you actually stress your heart enough that you can identify a problem that normally would have killed you in your sleep. Yeah. Bernie Sanders was working his tail off one night. You can, by the way, if you watch the video of when he got sick, he takes his jacket off because he was sweating. It's one of the signs yeah. of a heart right. attack. Yeah. Uh, gets a little bit uh, winded, a little weak, has to lean on the podium. Signs of a heart attack. But because he was awake and because he had a team around him, because he's smart, he went and got seen. So they could stent this thing before it created a catastrophic heart attack. Right. That's the kind of wisdom you want people having. And if the only time you move is to get out of bed in the morning to weigh yourself, then, <laughs> then you're gonna, you know, it's going to be a problem. Could you skip the weigh? No. That's right. <laughs> Let's talk about stints for a second. Um, uh, that's very common. A lot of people have stints. Two million in. a year. But has it, it been proven that they're not that effective or they don't last that long? Is there any controversy about that whatsoever? The controversy is we may be putting too many of them in. And they don't prolong life when not used for the right indications. Uh, they don't even help with the symptoms as much as they could sometimes. And when you compare them head-to-head to heart surgery, uh, for that reason, so there are a lot of people who probably should be considering surgery who are getting stents because it's an easier way to right, go. Yeah. But it's easier short-term, not, not long-term. Not so invasive. Not so invasive. That stated, they've gotten so much better. Mm. And they've been able to coat them with chemicals to make them less likely to cause clots. So well, that's what I always worried about, this, that the stent would actually create the clot. You're very smart, Patty. That's exactly yeah. the concern. It's a foreign body, right? Your body yeah, doesn't recognize right. it. And it would strap. Yeah, but but the, the beauty of the, the way we do all these procedures now is that we address not just the mechanical plumbing, but also the fact that the blood coursing through your veins is corrosive. Mm. It's rusting your tubes. Yeah. right? The, the, and if without those right. arteries, you can't bring life-sustaining blood to your heart and brain and kidneys and the erectile dysfunction happens, all kinds of stuff. You can even get wrinkles. Mm. And the reason I bring that up is because cha- challenging us to deal with the material in our blood, the cholesterol levels, the blood sugars, making sure your blood pressure is the right numbers, these seem very abstract concepts, but if you actually saw what happened inside of you, if you didn't manage the blood, then you'd clean the, you know, you wouldn't use dirty oil in your car. Right. right. And that's what we do to ourselves. That's why think? people argue about what foods you're eating and smoking yeah. and not getting enough activity. All those are factors that clean your blood. Mm. Wow. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Shannon in the morning, CBS FM. Phil Collins doing show number two tonight. He did a show last night, sold out show. It's funny, too, because the last time I saw him, he actually did his show, I told you, from a wheelchair. Right, mm. sitting there. And uh, he was pretty well crippled up. Right. He can't play the drums now. His hands are messed up so bad. His son plays the drums. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the people who went last night, all the crowd, he is now back up and walking. Okay, good. And he uses a cane on stage. Yeah. I didn't realize he was in a wheelchair. That's that's remarkable. Yeah, some muscular problems, right? Yeah, it's it's very, it's over our head. You would have to certainly (laughs) know all that. It's under your head over ours. Maybe you can explain. (laughs) Dr. Oz is our special guest, season 11, today, 1 p.m. on Fox 5. Um, Today, you're going to be talking about eggs because everybody don't eat the eggs. They're hard to blow up. All that kind of thing. (laughs) 
Well, they, they've kind of changed that recently. They change everything. Yeah. They, well, last, last week there was a big report on meat. They yeah. said, you eat oh, whatever you, you want. Oh, meat you want. How yeah. does that happen, Dr. Ross? How does it? How do they warn people you're going to die or you're going to, this, you got a 40% better chance of uh, dying if you do this and all that. And all of a sudden, a couple of years later, they come and say, you know, that was not. You're going to die if you don't do it. You know how media often gets notoriety by making a lot of noise even when there's not a lot going on? Right. You know, you want to be the loudest uh, table in the restaurant right? <laughs> so you can attract attention. It happens in academia as well. A bunch of statisticians got together, wrote a, reanalyzed all the data that was already out there about how meat's a concern, uh-huh. and they said, it's a concern, but it's not a big enough concern for you guys to worry about because the American public is not going to stop eating meat anyway. And I, I was horrified. I don't think the paper... The paper showed exactly what we always knew, which is mm-hmm. about a you know, roughly 15% chance of increasing death uh, from cancer and heart disease if you eat a lot of meat. And they said, well, it's not that strongly uh, correlated with it, so why bother? And the fact of the matter is, it's, it's for me, if I, if I knew that was true in my body, and I do, I, I would cut down. That doesn't mean I'm not going to eat any meat. Mm-hmm. Do you eat meat? Of course. Okay. I, I, I eat meat. My wife's vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about it plenty. And I don't eat a lot of meat. And mm-hmm. Obviously, at home, since I can't even boil water, my wife makes all the food. <laughs> so so she, she, you know, she, and we eat great vegetarian food. But if I'm going to a, a banquet, mm-hmm. and they, they have boiled vegetables as a side, I'll starve. So right. I'll, I'll eat what they have. Right. And if I'm going out with friends and we're yeah. going to go barbecue, of course I'm going to eat it. But that's not my norm. Mm-hmm. I'll eat meat you know, once, maybe twice a week. And at those rates, the, there's no significant increase compared to if you're eating it every single day. And which right. is, that's the big story. Today's show on eggs, good example. You, know, you can eat an egg. Mm-hmm. You can't eat five eggs. Right, it's and it's not the white that's the problem. It's the yolk, which mm-hmm. has very important nutrients for our brain. But when we digest that yolk, it has a chemical, a, a vitamin called choline in it. Right, and that is hugely beneficial. But it also gets digested in the gut into something that causes irritation of the arteries. Mm. So you don't want too much of it. Right. So I, can, I, I think you can have three, four egg yolks a week. Mm. Otherwise, you know, lean towards egg whites if you're a big egg eater. Now we have chickens in my house. Mm-hmm. I brought Scott some honey. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. So uh, that, that we have bees. Mm-hmm. I, I got the bees so that we'd have flowers because there's not enough fruit trees and flowering plants along the Hudson River. Right. Which I live right, you know, I live here in New York area. And so uh, I got it as a charitable purpose initially. Then I realized I really like honey, even though yeah. I'm allergic to bees. So, That's very good for so you. So I give away the honey. Honey's really uh, good. But I also have chickens because yeah. we like having our own eggs. It's sort of fun who, for the kids. Who go- oh, it's just for eggs. You don't... To bring their necks, do we, you? We also have chickens. Yeah. But the hard part's actually the turkeys, which look like uh, dinosaurs. And the grandchildren, you know, my daughter Daphne yeah. Yeah. Has, a, has four four grandkids. So they always wonder where the turkeys went. Someone took uh, them away. They, they went south. <laughs> They're they never coming back. The they went to turkey heaven. <laughs> That's right. So can you, do, can you just quickly address this whole thing with vaping? My son just quit vaping, which I was, I was happy about. I, I'm happy for him as well. I, I actually personally see a huge value in vaping. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very safe and smart way of delivering nicotine. Well, he went from cigarettes to vaping, yeah, but now he's just stopped altogether. That's so. the ideal way That's to use That's the best vaping. idea. That's the best idea at all. However, the problem with vaping is the industry used, unfortunately allowed children mm-hmm. to be exposed to vaping advertising. They made flavors that kids like. They made the vapes look like USP ports so that right. parents couldn't tell that the kids were vaping. Yeah. That That's a problem. And, the, and ultimately, authorities started thinking, is vaping a force for good or evil? And they decided it's a force for evil. Then comes along this contamination where you've got a thousand people gone to hospitals now, the, you know, 20 people have died mm-hmm. because of contaminants probably in the vaping products. You know, a lot of the vaping stuff that you buy is black market. And because it's not regulated,
regulated by the government, the marijuana vaping. Right, right. No one's actually able to tell black market from legal because it's all illegal at the federal level. Yeah, yeah. Even though many states allow it. So it's allowed a lot of foreign products to get into this country. The reason study looked at vaping uh, black market products, 100% of them had pesticide. 100%. Ah, and many of them had ca- uh, heavy metals, mercury. Th- these are a problem because Suck that, that can't lungs. be too good for your system. No. no that's why these folks are getting hospitalized sure. with one puff. Blow, it actually layers, we believe, a, a, a grease, vitamin E acetate, uh. a grease inside the lungs, and it doesn't get better. It's not like you had a little smoke inhalation. You now coat your lungs with grease. You have 80-year-old lungs even though you're 20. Did you see? Did you see the report that uh, they look into? They see the lungs of these people who are vaping, and it is similar to what mustard gas did. Oh, the popcorn! Exactly right. Yeah. For World War One, they developed technologies that destroy our lungs. Now we've voluntarily taking it in. I don't want the government to ban vaping, although I'm concerned it's going to happen. It's already happening in several states. And the reason I don't want it to get banned is first, I do think it helps people get off cigarettes. Yeah. But more importantly, if you ban it, you'll encourage black market sellers. Right. Because it's not going away. Even worse. So the people who are actually making legitimate vaping products are desperately saying, please regulate us. Mm -hmm. Allow us to help us release what we're doing. This is, I know this. Internet advertising is another great place. I get, you know, there's always internet ads lying about my endorsing products. And, you know, I see tra- you all over yeah, the internet. It's the worst. Yeah. I mean, I don't sell any products. It's they just, have your picture. I Dr. Know. Oz. Loss, the, the recent yeah. one this week is the Dr. Oz's Keto Diet, which I don't have, by the way. And they took a picture of me holding up a product that I give to folks who have, who are drug addicts in case they overdose on opiates. It's called naloxone. Oh, yeah, sure. So, but I'm actually mistakenly holding the box of the naloxone saying, guys, take this if you're about to die. And they took it, they greeked it, it makes it look like it's a keto pill or something. And then they say Dr. Oz is selling pills. And there's but this again, if you don't if you don't help regulate these industries, bad apples take charge and yeah. they begin to dominate it. And and fake advertising led to fake news. Yeah. They're directly correlated. And that's why we're seeing foreign governments getting involved now. There's they actually it's good for foreign governments to subsidize illegal not, not that's not really illegal fake information being distributed for us it's, it's it's helpful for foreign governments to sell vapes that don't work or are dangerous to our population it causes discontent so let's be smart about Jeez. this dr oz back on tv season 11 1 p.m on fox 5 you can go to DrOz.com for all the information so daphne we said hello and your wonderful wife she got she's doing a podcast with you now her dish that but you know lisa's she, I, without my wife Lisa, best thing I ever did was get was get married to her thirty four years ago. Right? <laughs> and yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, I, I tell her this all the time, but it's it's absolute truth. I see, see my house of prosecution never rests, so <laughs> it is a good thing because she keeps us all honest. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you for the honey. Yeah. You're more than welcome. I appreciate. Bless it your so daughter much. as well, Doctor Oz, ladies and gentlemen, on CBS FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.